My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, we are welcoming Vivian Menortz, IAUG Board of Directors member located in South Africa. We're going to be going through some of her experience working from home, shifting her team to a remote workforce, and shifting a pandemic from an international perspective. So to start things off, Vivian, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your position? Thanks, Caitlin. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm the service owner and IT delivery manager um, of the contact centers of a financial services company in South Africa, and we average about 1,500 call center agents. I'm married with two children, um, one in grade five and the other in grade 11. Awesome. So have you been working remotely for a long time or was this a shift that came with the onset of the pandemic? No, this was a shift for all of us with the pandemic. Um, we had no staff that worked remotely um, or from home. Um, they were either in the main hubs or in the branches across the country. Oh, wow. Okay. So how did things change for you at the onset of the pandemic with you know, having to work to shift everybody to make sure they had the proper equipment to work from home and um, doing all that, what I assume was quickly. Yes. So um, following our president's announcement, um, which was on the 23rd of March, um, the organization took measures to ensure the safety of our office bound staff and the continuity of business and service delivery. Um, by activating a work from home directive. And we only had four days to implement these plans as the lockdown started on midnight, the 26th of March. Um, what we did find is that the routine at home became so different and difficult um, compared to your normal daily experience. Um, as I said, the change happened suddenly and with very little time to plan. So your kids were at home with you. I mean, if I take my personal experience, my husband and I had to figure out how we would set up our home offices so not to disturb each other because we're not both working from home. Um, what we also found is initially the working hours were so extensive and we had to ensure that the contact centers could continue to work remotely. And we had so many emergency changes running initially to create new call centers, change call flows to cater for the new circumstances that we were in. Wow. So it was fast and furious for you guys. Very, very much. <laughs> um, so what was one of your biggest challenges when it came to shifting your workforce, either personally or, you know, as a management team for your company? What was... The biggest thing that you were like, oh my goodness, I don't know how we're going to do this. Um, because um, we um, classed as, as a third world country, you can imagine connectivity was one of the biggest um, concerns that we had. So some of the operational challenges that, that we um, were also faced with is the actual working from home environment, the location of the premises of the staff, um, space in their home, how many people in the home, um, what equipment they had access to. Um, so we issued 
laptops and headsets and all of those file call center agents, but we also had to look at the builds of the laptop, the memory, the RAM. And um, from the connectivity perspective with the um, internet service providers, which ones they were using, if they had internet connectivity at all, um, which was very minimal at the time when we um, sent all the Star Force home. Um, so we had to look at finding ways to get them internet connectivity. And in some of our um, suburbs, we don't have fiber lines. So they still start connecting with dongles and 3G cards and LTE, etc. So connectivity was a big um, player in, in, in our work from home strategy. And then obviously the communication with um, the management teams and how we accomplish that. From a personal perspective, again, for the staff, the challenges that they face, it's um, perceptions of working from home. If I can't connect today, I'm not going to try tomorrow. Um, and, and just to keep the continuity for them, you know, of and trying to motivate them continuously just keep trying keep working we will get it right don't worry um also the behavioral changes um in the sense of working from home um do you still get up at 5 a.m or 6 a.m oh now i can sleep in um are they logged on are they available um and then the impacts on the lifestyle as well because um now it's a case of you need a quiet space to work um especially if you're a call center agent you can't have big background noises and all of that and then you've got maybe two kids under the age of 10 that you need to contend with as well so so it's been quite a, a challenge for some of the staff force and then of course there's the mental health and well-being of the employees also that we needed to ensure that we could support them through all of this yeah absolutely and that's so many things i think that we don't think of at least with being in America in the United States, it's not something I would even think that someone would be saying they don't have internet, so they can't work from home. I don't, in my mind, everybody has internet. So <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy to think that, you know, that was one of your biggest challenges was making sure people could even connect to internet in their homes. No, oh, um, absolutely. And absolutely. so your, does your company have any plans to go back to the office anytime soon, or are you work from home for the foreseeable future? Um, not at this point. Um, we back under level three um, lockdown um, in country because of the spike um, of our COVID cases. Um, so I don't see us going back to the office um, very soon. Um, there are many companies that look that's looking at longer term options of allowing staff to continue working from home going forward as well. So it looks like some of the business plans and strategies are changing because there have been some benefits um, of, of staff working from home as well. Your CFO just had a really poor quality call with a lot of clipped words and dropouts. The network team says that the network is healthy. Why do poor quality calls happen, yet the network team can't pinpoint the problem? Pass Solutions Total View was designed to bridge the gap between the network team and the telecom team to disclose the root causes of call quality problems, when, where, and why they occur with plain English answers to problems. This means problems get solved quickly without escalation. Visit www.passsolutions.com to fix call quality problems faster. Yeah, I think a lot of people here are also kind of looking at making that shift. So that's interesting to hear that's happening there as well. Um, 
So have you experienced kind of shifting back into the workforce lifestyle? Have you seen um, an increase in your workload over the past year or so, or are things operating pretty much as normal now and you just had that big heavy lift at the beginning? Um, no, the workload it's, um, from the start obviously increased drastically, um, but then it almost mellowed out into crazy is the new norm, um, yeah. <laughs> if I can say that. And um, because we still have to continuously look at enabling the staff to, to work from home, look at better ways for connectivity, more viable options for the staff that are working remotely, but still deliver on our business plans and our strategies and all of those things. So the intensity hasn't gone. Um, I've heard a lot of people have had a pretty dramatic shift in their workload. So I was curious if you were seeing some kind of ex the same experience. Um, yeah. So did your team, I know you said at the beginning you had to implement a lot of new tools. Did you see that you were having to kind of scramble to buy specific Avaya tools that you had to implement quickly, um, like spaces or anything like that? Or how was that experience with launching new tools in such a short time frame? Um, what we had to do was um, actually put more um, of our, our back office staff onto the VIA platform um, to allow them to make and receive calls because they would normally have had a, a, a standard desk phone in the office. Um, so that was the one thing. So we've seen an increase in users um, over the past year on our platform um, but from our other tool perspective i mean we've um, taken on ms teams to do our day-to-day -day meetings and um, you know communications with our internal teams and so on so and then because connectivity is such a big thing um, we had to look at networking as as a big component of it as well and in ways in which to connect to the office um, remotely so there's still some some work ahead of us it's we haven't solved everything right so i know that the south africa chapter always has their conference i think usually in the summer or fall um, and i know you had to shift it to virtual in 2020 so how did that go this year for all of you guys um, our virtual conference was well received and we had more participants at the virtual conference than we had in the previous year's events. Um, the content shared was of high quality and very informative and we had real positive feedback from all the attendees. Um, what was amazing about it is that we could get speakers that we normally would not have access to um, because of travel allowance, etc. And they were readily available because everything was online. We also didn't have to worry about um, accommodation and visas and um, travel expenses for them. So we will continue with a virtual event this year. Um, as I said, we're still under lockdown, unfortunately. Um, mm -hmm. And then we'll see how things change going forward and, and when we're allowed to meet normal people again in person. <laughs> Yeah, that'll definitely be something else when we're allowed to be in groups again. I don't know how everyone's going to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Well, do you have any other kind of 
notable experiences or tips that you want to share for working from home or managing a remote work team that you think some of the other IUG members might find valuable? Um, well, the thing, if anyone's figured that out, please let me know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you um, intentionally you, you make the decision that you need to stick to a routine, have some structure and discipline to follow those. Um, from a team perspective, we, we try on the concept of no meeting Wednesdays. Um, it's still in early stages and you still find some people will try to schedule time in your diary on a Wednesday. Um, so that um, will get there, but it, it's the discipline of trying to put those structures and routines in place and actually sticking to them. That, that That's the difficult part, I think. That's why I say if anyone has any magic ones or, or tips for me, let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. I laugh a little. As you said, you have no meeting Wednesdays and we're meeting on a Wednesday, but (laughs) (laughs) no, no problem at all. Oh goodness. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Vivian. I really appreciate it. I think we got a lot of really interesting perspective just coming from an international standpoint. There's a lot of things that I learned, so I'm excited for our listeners to hear it. And I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. An absolute pleasure. And thank you for having me. Thanks again for joining us on the IAUG Insider Podcast. Be on the lookout for our next season starting in mid-February, early March. And be sure to join us for IAUG Wired. This is your exclusive opportunity to see six different Avaya roadmaps in a virtual environment. So register today at www.iaugwired.com.